Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me wherever you are joining me. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. If you're joining me on the YouTube channel, make sure you like, make sure you subscribe, make sure you leave a message. Um, We'd love to hear from you, love to hear what you say. We know that you're out there consuming. We've seen the numbers continue to get better and better. I really do appreciate it, but I want you to be there for the long term. So come on over, you know, and, and join me on a regular basis. Um, also, shout out to all of the people who watch daily on Facebook as well. Um, since I since I've been broadcasting from Facebook as well, I I, I do appreciate you guys, and and I know that while many of the young the young young have eschewed Facebook. It still remains as one of the best platforms to be able to communicate with those that you consider to be worth communicating with. And to my Twitter fam, you guys have been been ten toes down from the beginning. Um, really do appreciate that. There's a there's a there's a um there seems to be an assault on real on real going on and i do appreciate the fact that you guys know that when i come on here and i'm talking i'm gonna keep it real not not like when keeping it real goes wrong but i'm gonna tell you the honest truth um my honest truth because that's all i can tell you i can't really tell you about um everybody else's honest truth because i don't know what their honest truth is, but you always get my honest truth and and you always get what I have to give you. And I appreciate that. I posted yesterday that the New Orleans Saints interviewed Eric Bieniemy, and then less than 24 hours later, they um, they hired Allen as their new head coach. I don't know if many of you understand the relevance of hiring somebody or or interviewing somebody one day, then hiring somebody else the next day, but it doesn't matter what went into the decision. It makes it seem as if the person that you hired, or excuse me, the person that you interviewed last was not actually um was not actually you know really considered for the job if if you can interview somebody on a sunday if you can interview somebody on a sunday and then on a monday hire somebody else not speculatively but hire let it be known that you're going to hire someone else the next day then that means on Sunday you interviewed the person, which was a, a very lengthy interview, as some as some interview processes in the NFL tend to be. That means that you interviewed that person, sat down, evaluated every single person that you interviewed. That means bringing up the things from previous interviews that you've had. You weighed all of those options. You made a um a decision, you spoke with an agent, 
you worked out all the details of the of the contract and then you made an announcement so people want us to believe that all of that happened in the same 24-hour period you interviewed somebody weighed all your options did all your negotiations made sure everything was above board checked all your boxes and then announced it you did all of that in 24 hours because none of this stuff gets out by chance everything that gets out when it comes to sports and when it comes to entertainment anything that gets out was meant to get out so felt bad for I felt bad for Eric Bieniemy why how can you not feel bad for Eric Bieniemy every time Eric Bieniemy is up for a job everybody brings up all of the negatives not everybody a lot of people bring up all the negatives like who else does that happen to what other coordinator successful coordinator have you ever seen in the NFL where every single time their name comes up in a discussion for a head coaching job the same journalists all pull out the playbook of why this person is not good for the job. Here's the Eric Bieniemy playbook. When Eric Bieniemy was young and still active um, in the NFL as a player, he had he he was arrested three separate times. Cause let's just get all of this out here. He was arrested three separate times. The last time was in 1998. It is 2022. So the last time that Eric Bieniemy was arrested was 24 years ago. And this man is still paying a debt, right? By the way, the debt that he's already paid, he's already gone to counts and he's already, um, you know, had his life stalled in a manner because of it. He's worked his way back. That's the first thing they bring up. Well, you know, with the with his past arrest record, the you know teams don't feel good about it. Well, again, when is a person supposed to get the opportunity to show that he's been redeemed? If 24 years with no legal transgressions isn't long enough to prove that you're a different person now, 24 years later, then, 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 then what are we talking about? Like, when is that ever, if, you, if, if 24 years is not enough time, then there is no amount of time. What people are actually saying is that he's never going to have the chance to be a head coach because those three things eliminate him, eliminate them. Right. The second thing they bring up, well, he's not really the offensive coordinator. This is a slap in the face. 
this is this is the assault. So the first thing is assault on who he is as a person, right? His character. Then the second assault is the assault on his on his intelligence. Right? His intelligence. That's what the second assault is. Because now they say, well, you know, he doesn't really, he's not really the offensive coordinator. He's just all he just he doesn't call the plays. Andy Reid calls the plays. Essentially saying that Andy Reid, who has come out and said that Eric Bieniemy calls the plays, is just lying. That's that's essentially what he's saying. Like what they're what they're talking about is he's essentially they essentially think that Andy Reid is lying. That's essentially what they're talking about over there. Right? They're they're saying that Andy Reid is lying because Eric Bieniemy doesn't really call the plays. Now, none of these people have any legitimate proof of that. Cause why can't we just believe the head coach who's talking about the coordinator? That seems to be really simple, right? We don't have to use a third party or an anonymous source. The source, the number one source is telling us that this man calls the plays. And yet, with that being said, people still say he doesn't call the plays. Now, why do they do that? Because they want you to know he's not talented at his job, really. That he's just there because somebody has to be the offensive coordinator. Someone has to have that title. But we know in New England, nobody actually has to have that title because in New England, there's no defense coordinator. Right? So, check it out. They've assaulted him as a character. They've, they've assassinated his character. They've assassinated his ability to, to his intelligence at the game, right? Because he's not actually the play caller. Then, they, they, they assault or assassinate his abilities as a leader. Oh, well, he doesn't interview well. He doesn't interview well. Well, I, I think about that and I go, what do you do with the person who doesn't take tests well? I teach for a living. What do you do with the person who doesn't take tests well? Does that mean they're not intelligent? Does that mean they don't understand the, the, um, the content? Or is it a situation where something happens to them where they just don't succeed on test? I don't know what the answer is. Neither do they. But they say he doesn't he doesn't test well. He doesn't interview well, right? Well, okay, cool. He doesn't test well. He doesn't interview well. Well, let's 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 roll with that for a second. I'm trying to figure out the interview that some of these other coaches did that had to be good. Because when we listen to half, not one or two or three, when we listen to half of the people talk, they don't sound like leaders. A lot of these coaches don't sound, don't sound good when it comes time to speak. 
So I'm trying to figure out how some of these guys ascended to a head coaching level, was able to get that opportunity, even though they didn't sound the best. Like, how can you interview well if you can't interview well? So how is it that I listen to press conferences when I listen to these, um, some of these coaches speak? And I'm like, hmm. He doesn't like like Joe Judge. Joe Judge has never been impressive in an interview. He's never been impressive in an interview that I have seen. And I've seen a lot of interviews because I write for the Giants. He's never been impressive. Some of these, matter of fact, many of the coaches that have come off the Belichick tree have not sounded impressive in interviews these are in media interviews not media not interviews for a job not interviews where you're trying to fit when somebody's trying to figure out whether you should be the face of an organization these are just hey tell us about practice today hey what's going on with these players hey what happened to the adjustments in the game some of these guys have not sound impressive in in, in those innocuous things and that has to do directly with the job Yet, I'm supposed to believe that they sounded good in an interview for a head coaching job in the National Football League? That doesn't make any sense. So they talk about, they assassinate his, they assassinate his character. They assassinate his intelligence. And then they assassinate his ability as a leader. So now they've, they've covered all three things that you have to have or be stellar at one of those three in order to get a head coaching job. No wonder why he doesn't get hired. There's something called Occam's Razor. I don't know if you know what it means, but Occam's Razor is a principle theory um, when it comes to evaluation. It essentially says that um, when all things are equal, the easiest or most, or, or, or the easiest or simplest explanation is usually the truth. So I was having a, a, an exchange yesterday on Twitter with Benjamin Albright, um, a guy who is very polarizing, always seems to have inside information across the league, even though it's hard to really understand how he has such access and has not ascended to a certain level that someone of that access level would have. And, and so I said, I said something he was talking about. He, 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 he ran a playbook and I like Ben. I don't have anything against him. Um, but he ran that playbook arrest, um, not interviewing well, doesn't call the plays. I think at one point he said, well, you know, the the situation with Matt Nagy in, in Chicago didn't help him because that was another offensive coordinator under Andy Reid that did not succeed. And I was, I went, that's a good point. But then he said something. He said, and I said, so you're telling me that all of these things Okay, they also bring up the, the Colorado stuff as well, which I don't actually understand why that has anything to do with being enemy, but okay. 
he wasn't the head guy. They say his play calling was bad, but your play calling is really only bad when you don't have talent. And Colorado hasn't had talent in God knows how long. Such a terrible um, university for football over the past, I don't know how many years. Anyway, so then I said, so what you're telling me is that he's good enough to be, he's okay to be an offensive coordinator, but when it comes to head coach, that's too hot. And then he says, 14 teams have said so. 14 teams have agreed. In other words, he's interviewed 14 times for a head coaching job. I'm assuming that's what he means. He's interviewed 14 times for a head coaching job and has not received it. So 14 teams believe it. And I sat back and went, Occam's Razor. All of these people claiming to have this insider information, all these people claiming to know what, what the real reasons are on the inside. They are taking essentially the easiest like solution in, in saying that it's the truth. And guess what? I can't be mad at them. I can't because it makes it makes sense. The simplest solution is the right one. When in doubt, the easiest solution is the right and is the right solution. So I'm okay with that. But if that's the case, if that's the case, then I'm also going to have to use Occam's razor. Because the simplest solution to why so many black coaches don't get the opportunity to be head coaches is because they're looking for reasons not to hire them instead of reasons to hire them. That's the simplest solution when everything is equal. Because if Eric Bieniemy can't get a job because he's not the, the play caller, supposedly, meanwhile, all of these other offensive coordinators at offenses that don't even come close to the level of success as Kansas City's offense, if they can get head coaching jobs, then what are we saying? If Eric Bieniemy does not interview well, and yet other guys who don't interview well keep getting jobs, what does that say? If Eric Bieniemy has a past that people don't want to mess with, and yet, and yet coaches who have checkered past that don't go 20 years deep can get hired, then what are we saying? It's Occam's razor. When all things are equal, the simplest solution or the simplest explanation is usually the truth. Lovey Smith is sitting in a head coaching seat right now and people are disrespecting Lovey Smith as if he's not, as if he does not have a winning record as a head coach in the NFL. As if the reason why he didn't have success in, in, in Tampa Bay was because they were rebuilding and then Tampa Bay tried to get him 
to hire guys that he didn't want to hire. And he went, nah, I'm good. And they went, okay, you fired. And then hired his assistant. So regardless of how, how things happen, regardless of how things happen, regardless of what's going on, we've got to acknowledge the truth. We have to acknowledge the truth. And if we're not going to do that, then are we really being honest? i tell you this is the truth about the Texans. They want to hire a guy who has no experience as an as, as a NFL coach, but they can't. That's why they fired Cully. So once they realized they couldn't, they had to, we might as well save face and, and keep things as, as, status quo, as status quo as we possibly can to try to hire this guy in the future. So they hired Lovey Smith. That's simple. He better be aware. He better be aware. If it's me and I'm Lovey Smith, Josh McCown is gone. Not because I don't like him, but because I don't need anybody else trying to use so trying to um stab me in the back or be working against me behind the scenes because of what the front office wants to do with them in the future. It's not gonna work. But we'll see. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. We do this thing a few times. We rate the show, comment, agree disagree but whatever you do keep it spicy five star ratings are appreciated if you're joining me on the youtube channel you know what to do till next time peace